0: Welcome to the Regal Speaking Podcast family. I'm glad you joined us today. We got a dope show for you. First and foremost, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. I missed y'all for this week. I had some really, really stringent obligations I had to get done. And so I'm getting this podcast out to you guys. And I also got another one about to hit you next Tuesday. So I'm going to uh, pack in two podcasts in the next few days for you guys, man. I really appreciate all the support and the feedback that I'm getting today we locking in with my good brother Corey Marshall uh, he's a phenomenal very talented uh, content creator producer comedian and we delve into his life on this one. It's the regal speaking podcast Let's get it yeah, just go with it if you feel right your mind roll with it you can never go following your first mind. Never go wrong, but when your first mind things stay in your comfort zone forever Success never comes without a few failures It's all a process As long as you're making progress You'll be good Just be self-motivated Oh, Corey, what's good, bro? It's good, Regal Man. Good to be here Hey man, I'm glad. I'm glad. Appreciate you coming through, man. Appreciate yeah. you coming through. What, yeah. How how do how the week, man? For you, man.
1: The week is good, but 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 you say coming through like I actually had to physically be somewhere else. Was, <laughs> <laughs> like all I had to do, you sent me the link. I just pushed the button, and I'm right here, man. But you know, hey, I'm thankful for the opportunity.
0: Hey, I appreciate you clicking through, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. how you do that. I appreciate you clicking through, you feel me? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, man. So, um, bro, like before we even get rolling with um some of the stuff you got going on like man, what was like what was like your your origin story to like the whole Bitcoin thing, bro? Cuz that's obviously how we linked up, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. How,
0: how did you discover that whole situation?
1: How I discovered Bitcoin, man. I I always heard about it. Never really looked into it until I was working around some young cats and they was talking about Bitcoin. Um I, I peeped it. I think this is the time it it, it, it was just you was able to, to to get it on Cash App like whenever that time was. It was it was available on a Cash App so I purchased some bitcoin. Um not knowing what it was, sold it. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, nah. And then I started getting into cryptocurrencies. I started trading. And I was not good at trading, man. Um, it, 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 was, it was horrible. It was horrible. And people think I'm joking. Like, I actually made more money selling my monitors and computer equipment back than, than I did from when I was actually trading. Um and, and then I said, you know what, this is not for me, man. And then uh, I had, you know, some coins and some stocks, you know, that I held on to. Then I rounded up on um, meeting up with some other people that was talking about Bitcoin. And that's when I started doing some research, read the white papers and I was just like, oh shoot, like this is actually pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. uh, probably months later, I got involved with on, on Clubhouse ran into the BBB talks and then I was just like, yo, this is my tribe right here, man. Like these people uh, are on it. And then that's when I really started learning more and more and more about Bitcoin. And then uh, I was just like, yeah, like th- th- this was, if I wasn't sold before, I'm sold now. You know what I'm saying? Um Just seeing that the culture was actually there. And I was just like, this is for the people. And it was just dope seeing people that looked like me involved with it Um and that's how I, you know,
0: got stuck. That's real, man. So, so your origin story probably popped off in what, like, nineteen twenty somewhere in there, 20, 2020, yeah, um,
1: 21? No, it was. My, it might have been eighteen or nineteen.
0: Oh, word! That's what's yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And then you, then you discovered the clubhouse, and you like these my people right here. These my type yeah, of people yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah yeah. and and what i find bro is like that's usually the um that's usually the um like the consensus that i hear from everybody that i talk to is like man it's just organic all these people just being them and like we we in our own space like expressing like all the different um all the diverseness of just what being like black is right and like, but yeah, it's like yeah. the commonalities of it too. Like, we all connect on some level, and uh, man, it's just a beautiful thing. And
1: that is crazy, though, man, because it, it just reminds me that we don't all have to be the same, you know what I'm saying? We don't yeah, all have right. to think the same, you know what I mean? And just because somebody has different ideas than I do doesn't mean that quote unquote they're not black or they're not down with the culture, right? You know what I'm saying? They just have a different experience, and and the thing that's that that also reminds me is that, um if you look hard enough or if you just observe people, you could find something in common with them. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and and like like a lot of the members of the BBB, I normally would not have even met or even entertained a friendship with. You know what I'm saying? But because we had this strong ideology in common and interest in common, it's just like, yo, like this was the network and I was able to despite through that interaction, I was able to learn more about that person. You know what I'm saying? I was able to learn more right. black, about Black Regal and just who he was as a person, you know? And normally I probably would not be interested in learning who a Black Regal was, you know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, well, the, a Black Regal is mad cool, man. Like outside of Bitcoin and everything and everything that he does and all these other people that I've met. And it's just a reminder to to, to do the same thing and carry that same philosophy in life too, like, you know? like um we could end a whole lot of hate and um mistreatment if we just take the time to learn about people man and listen to them
0: right absolutely man hey that's that's big facts because like what it is is what it is too That ideology like you said like we we are on um and we all down for wherever we came from we are down for educating our people on this um scarce asset right Yeah, which is Bitcoin. So in that you spend a lot of time around each other. Right. So it's like, yeah, the the time you wouldn't typically take to just like, man, just getting to know people like I'm on my mission or I'm on my grind and I'm I'm doing my. So it's like I really typically, you know, you when you at like a a age like mine or yours, like you in your 30s or whatever, Mm -hmm. what have you, 30s, 40s, whatever, like. You know, like the time where you just like running around making friends is like long gone. Like dead in the water. In the water. Yeah. Like I'm all on my mission. I'm on my, you know what yeah. I'm saying. So I thought it was cool because it like it enabled like those things to happen organically without them being forced. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And when you when you're older, you you also uh, you know what I mean. You make wiser decisions with the type of people you connect with, and hopefully, you can, hopefully, you can, hopefully. You can, hopefully. You <laughs> And, and you could and you can vet people with a lot more wisdom, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. growing up in, in like the hood and everything like that, like you just typically um in housing projects and all that, all your friends are just the people who are in close proximity. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So you become tight to people whether they're detrimental to you or not, just based on proximity. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know what I'm saying. And we both know what that looks like when you, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. that can yeah. be, that can be a not so great thing, you know what and I'm saying?
1: And I'm getting caught up in something, and then, yeah. and, and then, um,
0: because all those things are in proximity too. Yep. You
1: know, what and, I'm and, and 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 it's so <laughs> it's so easy, man, to like get a hold of of oh God, unproductive don't. habits, man, and and unproductive way of thinking and being because. You see it so much, you know what I'm saying? Like we learn by pre 2nd example, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if and if and if we always see that certain behavior, then it's easy to, to fall into it, man. So it's definitely smart to start surrounding yourself with people that are doing some positive stuff.
0: Right. And so like one one of the things I always talk about is like just having that ability to have um like some level of elevated thinking, like even yeah. when you're younger. And like what I described that as is is being able to see past what's in front of you currently, like being being able to see beyond your current circumstances. Like Mm -hmm. if that's where you are to know that you much you you have much more capability in you than just what you're currently subjugated to. You know what I'm saying? It's like that unlocks some superpowers, man, like real talk. It really does.
1: You're right, man when also too it, it that goes a long way and also once a person realizes that you know quote unquote like they can create what's next you know what i'm saying yeah, exactly like once a person realizes that they're not controlled by their environment or controlled by their present circumstance once it clicks up here like yeah. that's that's what really sets a person free man
0: Hey, you said it though. Once it clicks, you know what I'm saying. Once a person realizes they're they're not controlled, is the moment yeah. they stop being controlled. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Because like for the most part, that's what's going on. It's like, you know what I mean? Like this, that environment. The I said it on another podcast. The marketing that goes into our communities is crazy. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. like they it's don't look cool. at it like that, but like the level of marketing that goes into um our situation is crazy
1: yeah yeah and, and and also too it's 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 being reminded that that that's even a possibility you know what i'm saying because i think for the most part people know that they make their own decisions you know what i'm saying and they know right. that they control their own destiny but we right. forget but we forget right. you know what i'm saying and and it's about keeping that in mind like on a daily day on a daily basis like remembering that wait a minute I don't have to um uh, accept this like now nah, like what's my goal what am i creating and let me move forward and once people be, be reminded like that's what helps th- that's why i been getting successful too because they keep putting it in the front of our
0: faces you know what i'm saying they keep yeah. putting it there. It's, the, it's the it's the marketing i i think people are are somewhat in control like to a degree like to me i think um at, at least at least from where i'm from right I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people are in control, but they're in in control inside of a box. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're in control, but you only have like a certain level of parameters. I got you. That you can really tap into because you're in this box and and you view things from the box. It's almost like it's almost I I describe it as like uh, you have a game or play video games, right?
1: But Do I play a what? Play a what? You play video games or do any no. gaming no no
0: I'm right, so, yeah,
1: yeah i know video games man come on
0: man. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, i love the sarcasm of course, yeah. love the gaming, right? no. so in gaming, man you know what i mean it's it's this thing called the the NPC, the non-playable character and so i always say in life don't be an NPC in this game, in this game called life. Don't be a non-playable character. I like don't it. Be, don't be an NPC because yeah. they can do things, but it's only in a certain parameter that they can move or that they operate. And, yeah. they, and they stay in that mode and they can't do anything beyond that. So, yeah, they, they do have things that they can do or that they do, but they're very limited. And that's yeah. the thing that I think a lot of our people face is that they're a lot more. They limit themselves a lot more than um they realize you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so that that's that's a part of like what i push man is just people to get out the box man and just you know what i'm saying explore some things tap in look into some things that interest you that it might not be cool to everybody else but if it's something that interests you or maybe you got a passion and like tap into it so bro tell me about like some of the um tell me bro like some of the content um you, you got out right now or like some of the content you uh some of the oh. content that you do like kind of talk about some of the con the, the content yeah. or the work you do
1: yeah um one i have um a book out it's called well it's a comic book series it's called the what well, hold up how much do you want like how much info do you want
0: man the whole it's whatever bro plug it all you know what i'm saying like <laughs> With however much you feel comfortable plugging, like, yeah. Cool.
1: Well, one, I'm definitely a creative man by heart, at heart. Um, I'm all for the I'm in love with the creative process and I'm I'm all for um content that says something too. You know what I'm saying? Um one of the projects that I have, I have a project, my first project actually is called The Turn, and it's a novel, man, that I wrote a couple of years ago on um, uh, Amazon. And the reason I wrote it uh, is my first big writing project that I did just to prove that I can do it and that that, that I belong um, in this space as a writer. Um, so I, I, I co-wrote that with a dope um co-author. Um, and that was when I was like, you know what, I can do this. So then I started writing, um, started getting more into comedy and everything. Um, and then I did a comedy album called Volume One of A Madman. And it's pretty much a stream of thought comedy album. It's not like a, I'm on stage doing jokes, but it's just kind of like kind of like <laughs> progressive thinking in a way. Yeah. Um, and that did still do pretty well. Um, I, I was on a writing project. Well, I uh, wrote a video game called Hunt Down. Um, shout out to Tommy G for putting me on that project. Um, it was released this year on PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, and all that. So that was a dope project. And
0: so, I, so you did a game. You did a voiceover for it, or you wrote for it, or
1: I wrote the script for the video game. Man. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. So like you know what goes on, what are the player's saying, and all that. <clears throat> yeah.
0: So, some of oh, the yeah, man. we got out. we got to park right there for a second, man. That's. <laughs> That's that's hot right there, man. That's, that's dope, yeah. man. So uh, how, how did how did you plug in into the um, the the script writing in the video game world? Like a lot of people probably hadn't even thought that like, yo, I can write scripts for a video game. Yeah, like I can and, write movie scripts for video games. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm so the, I, honestly, it all came from me doing stand up. It all started from me doing stand up. And then when I got involved with stand up, I didn't realize the vast jobs that a person can have as a writer by meeting other comedians and seeing what they were involved with. You know, I started punching up jokes for other comics, um, you know, just giving them punchlines and taglines, you know, something that most comics do just for the sake of doing it. And then I started ghostwriting for other comics. So that's when I got into some stuff. And then they started doing, scripts for like their sitcoms and their shows and then i was one that they would send the script and punch it up make it funnier in certain areas and then um i started doing that with people's content in general if anybody had anything that they wanted to make funnier or whatever i would they would hit me up and then i would just start doing that um and then so one of the guys uh i called him tommy g he Was doing a video game and he was like, Yo, man, we need help with this video game. Um, can you help us out? And I'm just like, sure, you know what I'm saying? So it the process took like maybe like two to three years, man. It was a very long journey. Um, you know, he sent me ideas and everything, and so um I was just able to come up with like dialogues for the characters, um, stuff that they say during the gameplay, and yeah. and the narration of the story too. So um that that was dope. And what's the name of
0: the game?
1: It's called Hunt Down.
0: Hunt, hunt down. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, I'm from the like, uh, Hunt Down
1: just just cause, man. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hunt Down. That's what's up. Yeah. So, and um. I, yeah, and, keep and, on, and bro. You know, just just by being involved with that, um, I've always said that you know I want to write for television, write for movies, and things like that. Um, so once that started happening, I wanted to do more, you know what I'm saying? Right. And more work started coming, you know, work begat work, you know what I'm saying? That's one thing that I realized, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, started getting more stuff. And then I had a sitcom opportunity, um, show got dropped. And when we was in the process of redoing it, the creative team kind of disbanded And I said, well, I should start writing my own. And then it was taking a long time for me to get an okay or an approval. And I said, you know what? I want to start doing it myself. So that's how I got into doing the comic books. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, I could take my screenplay and put it in the form of a comic book. That way Mm -hmm. um, the story's out. You know what I'm saying? The content is out. And it's a completed project. And then I can also use that to get another stream of income and also into another industry. And, you know, so that's when I started getting into the comic book industry. And then from there, I started being other artists and writers. And I started working on their projects. Um, and, and again, work be at work, man.
0: Uh, and then. I <laughs> this love weekend, that. I love that right there, man. Work, work, but guess work. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fact. That's fact. That's that's dope, man. And
1: so, and and it all started from uh, uh you know, as simple as it may sound, it all started for me saying that I'm a writer even before I was considered a writer. You know what I'm saying? like i like when i had other jobs you know i they always say what do you do well i'm a writer you know what i'm saying and then i realized well if you want to be a writer you need to write some stuff you know what i'm saying
0: so mm-hmm. I, I, was just,
1: I was just writing stuff you know what i'm saying it did right. from here like probably years later like it's it's what i do full time and it you know i believe it just all starts you know what i'm saying once it connected up here and i realized that i'm a writer right that's
0: when stuff started moving and shaking like i really am a writer bro yeah like like beyond saying i'm a writer i am a writer yeah you know i mean after god uh after it sometimes it has to like marinate for a minute i guess you know what i'm saying like i mm-hmm. I, I think everybody kind of goes through that phase where like they know okay i need to be like this is something i really want to do but you know what I mean? You might not have everything figured out. You might not know exactly the steps you need to take. Dude, it, it, it really is no figuring it out though. Like you just it, get started. Well, well, wait. And, and, and
1: here's the thing that I've realized: you would never figure it out unless you get started because you don't know what you need to figure out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah, there's there's many steps steps that I didn't even know I had to do, and there was no way in the world I could have prepared to do it because i would not have there was no way for me to know
0: yeah it's like it's like walking on an invisible staircase man it's like you gotta take take the step and then you realize there's another step there after you take the next step you know what i'm saying because like you you can get you can get frozen with just the idea of uh failure and all that but really that's where that's where the steps get revealed that for real absolutely different mistakes hiccups just being out there and moving and actually taking action, that's where all the steps start to get get exposed to where you can see them and, and, and accelerate and elevate and, and, and move is is by taking that action, man. Like, yeah. absolutely.
1: Yeah. And, 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 shoot, you're into weightlifting and stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's how muscles are built, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, like once they break up, once they break apart, you know what I'm saying, just like, whoa, like we can't do this again. They they start healing, you know what I'm saying? So that they could get stronger, man. So that's 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 pretty much like uh like you say, like failure per se. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just like, well, I can't fail yeah. in that area again. Let me build some of this muscle up. So when an opportunity comes right. again, I'm gonna be ready and hit it harder the next time and exactly. ready to fail for the next level, you know what I'm saying
0: yeah you 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 fail you you tap hit go to failure man and that's that's exactly it you bring your body to failure Mm. and then it can go a whole lot further eventually you know what i mean over time yeah you'll find in a week to two weeks of pushing your body to failure you'll be somewhere way different two weeks just in two weeks later than you were
1: it's
0: crazy yeah just from if you actually pushing your body to failure you know what i mean like that level of effort is it? your body doesn't allow it to go unnoticed in two weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, even if you can't, even if it's not a, a physical appearance thing, like everything's changed. No, but like your you your lungs are stronger, mm-hmm. your legs are stronger, your your back, your shoulders, everything is stronger. Your grip or something, you, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> something. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, man, like some, there's progress being made, you know what I mean? And that's the point. It's like, you, you can't be so proud, uh, to fail. Yeah. And I think in the social media era, that's where a lot of people, a lot of people are losing that. And a lot of young people are losing that. Um, if anybody is listening and you're a young guy, like understand young lady, understand, like you, you gotta lose in order to win. Like, you you gotta fail. In order to succeed, because you got to know where these, you got to know where the holes in your game is, and there's no way to know that unless you actually get out here and do. Like yeah, even man. if you try to be perfect and put out a perfect project, once it's out, you're gonna find all kinds of flaws in it still. So it's like you may as well just go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that's, that's true, and, and and you gotta live off of social media too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. like Gotcha. If if people post some, it's so controlled, you know what I'm saying? What I post and what other people post. And if I was to think that it's only this way, Bro. I would be so insecure, you know what I'm saying? Because there's no <laughs> way I can compete with what this person is doing or how this person is living or how this person's lifestyle is. There's no way I can compete with that, you know what I'm saying? And and then, so we'll always drive, well, if you're not careful you'll be striving to reach this point where nobody actually even exists you know what i'm saying right exactly and, and, and some people don't even try because there's no point in me even trying because you know all these lies that, well i wouldn't say lies you know what i'm saying but these these portions of people's lifestyles that
0: we see like you'll be amazed at how many walls you break down when you start taking action man yeah, you absolutely you realize how many walls that weren't even there exactly they were you know what I'm just saying? Uh, social media posts <laughs> like you get some stuff done you'd be like man they're not really doing that for real or it don't even really go like that for real. yeah like, yeah i've been on the other side of that wall i didn't seen the fourth wall to what they're doing right now
1: there you go there you go yeah <laughs>
0: yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. so bro tell me about you you told me a lot of this opened up from doing stand-up man how did you get into stand-up like how, when did you realize you was funny
1: well I've always realized I was funny, like when I was a kid. Like,
0: <laughs> hey, <laughs> like you look like you was bad, bro. Like I didn't say that. Man, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I bad, like, but that's true, man. Like I was like,
1: annoying kid, man. Hey,
0: the laugh, the smile that just came on your face, <laughs> like I knew you was bad, bro. Like off oh, <laughs> I knew you was bad, bro. I, <laughs>
1: i was that kid always in trouble man always in trouble in class in the neighborhood because i was always cracking on people and running and and it just it just do with stuff man like I, I was that lucky kid that was connected to the right people that nobody really punched me in my face you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> like so it it yeah but like i So I was always funny, but that was it. Um, And I always liked writing just small skets and sketches, you know, that we used to do, like um, church plays and stuff like that. Like I I was always the go-to guy for that. You know what I'm saying? Let let Corey write the sketch or write the Christmas play. So I was doing that for a while. Wow. Um, And then um, I got married and then I got divorced. And um, during my divorce... I was like I need to pick me up man and and what I did was I said, I'm gonna try stand up, and I rented a theater in Richmond, Virginia. it was the Heco theater, I rented the Horco theater, sold some tickets, and then my first comedy show, man, like um two hundred people like over two hundred people
0: came out um time out man we can't we can't gloss over that man, and just <laughs> like yeah, two hundred people came out, and then I did nah bro we gotta pause right there. So, with the level of, of of independence that just took place in that, right? Man. Like off the dribble, my bro rented out a theater for. It was this your first joint or like first joint? First
1: joint. First joint I, and in it, oh it was pure ignorance. It was pure <laughs> ignorance.
0: But that's what you need sometimes, though.
1: That's like, why make That's why a lot of people make it, man. Because I didn't exactly. know anything about. I didn't faith. know I
0: wasn't supposed to do that. Then you know exactly. you're not supposed to do that. You know what <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're not
1: supposed to do that.
0: So, bro, it's first joint, Ali of the theater, man.
1: Rented the theater, dude. Like I was the only person the on show, the show. Man. I was the only person on the show. I didn't have anybody else on it because I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, I the
0: theater like, and headlined itself, man. Like headlined like myself. And like.
1: and and the show, it was. Over an hour and a half of me doing stand up, they ran out of tape, so okay. all of it is not even recorded because they didn't know I was going to, and I didn't know I was going to be so long either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, then you recorded it too. Yeah. So yeah.
0: bro ran up, bro did his own comedy special, they, <laughs> like the whole night. Like I,
1: mean, I, I recorded it just for the sake of recording it.
0: Hey, that is classic, bro.
1: And and then after that a person in the audience was there from Caroline's Comedy Club in New York and yeah. then one of my, my home, uh, one of my friends now um he was there with his mother he he brought his mother to the show because it was something to do at the time
0: yeah.
1: and um he was right now he's a writer he works he's not a writer but he works for Stephen Colbert show um right and he he was doing comedy at the time and he's the one that got me introduced into the Funny Bone Comedy Club from that show. And and so that's what I learned about stand up. And that's when I learned I was lucky on, on that first show. <laughs> it, it, and then after seeing other people bomb and seeing mistakes.
0: Like people really bomb out here, bro.
1: That's when I started bombing. And that's when it it I was in the thick of it. And I was like, I
0: don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. so was it the was it the nerves before it was the so the the it was the seeing other people bombing that kind of brought on like the nervousness and uh was, yeah was that it? yeah like like, yo, like i i just went on and killed but you didn't know you really like it was the like you say it was the ignorance like i don't i didn't know that other people bomb and they can't do what i'm doing right now successfully um, it, it, and it they've been pure. doing it for a minute, or they've been trying to break or get it together for a minute.
1: It was and pure I, confidence, man. It was confidence I, and ignorance. Like I was I,
0: ignorance together, like
1: ugh. Man, like I, I was unstoppable. Like from the time the curtain opened up, I, I had I had a plan because like, I could organize the hell out bro, of something.
0: Is, like, you know what I'm
1: saying? Like, a bit. I had the, the music and everything, you know what I'm saying? I, everything was straight lights and, and and everything, you know what I'm saying curtain opened up, popped out, doing my thing, blah, 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 blah. Killed it. And because I, I knew I could. And then once I got into the comic club, you know what I'm saying, the next show I did after that, I bombed. Because there was some people went up, they didn't do so well, and I was just like, huh, that could happen to me. Like, what if that happens you know, to me? Then you start delivering with nerves. And, and like, then I was nervous, and then, man, like, over they did everything but boomy like they 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 was there was very gracious audience it was not paying attention to me after like two minutes thankfully you know what i'm saying but But
0: you gotta gotta like so being like being a comic like the nerves like you are (laughs) dead once you got the nerves on right say again i like being a comic are you like pretty much dead in the water when you consume with your nerves on stage because it's like you can't really Show your personality through that, or it's harder to push personality through that, right? Or or am I
1: Well I'm not sure I understand what you mean, but it's
0: well like the nerves, like you you so nervous that now like you stuttering over lines that you would typically deliver, you know what I'm saying? Like that type of thing. It's yeah, like you're it, not delivering the lines with confidence. You're saying it, but you don't really mean it because you're nervous to say because you have not seeing fam get up there and get booed off stage. It's,
1: it's it's a big difference, man, knowing that you could probably die. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like you do things, you move things. They're different, you know what I'm saying? Because you're, you're second-guessing yourself. And that's another reason, too, why a lot of people think that they can do comedy on stage, funny people. You know what I'm saying? Because they're funny around their friends, they're funny in conversation because there's no consequence. You know what I'm saying? They're not second-guessing themselves, and so they can drop funny lines, they could say the first thing that comes to the head, they have this confidence that they're going to be funny, and they're good. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I I could be funny on stage. Yeah, you can. And when they get on stage, it's different because everybody may not laugh, and then they're like, uh... These people didn't laugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh," So they're like, uh, maybe I'm not funny, and then they start reaching, and then they realize that it's a whole different game, man. It's a whole different game.
0: That's crazy. And and then
1: like for me, um, um, this uh, honestly, I've been doing comedy for twelve years. This is my twelfth year doing comedy, man. And wow. I'm considered a baby in the game. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like yeah, like when, when I started, I was told by Aisha Tyler, um, she's a comedian and actress. She said that if you make it after eight years you know what i'm saying like naming lights you're considered an overnight success for eight years
0: Gosh.
1: you know what i'm saying and then so that's when i realized like this is gonna this be a long long, long, long long man yeah so this is year 12 for me man and i'm I'm doing pretty good man like not gonna lie like i'm i'm i'm, I'm good i'm happy where i am you know i could be doing a whole lot more but that's in everything right yeah man but but I'm still nervous. Like each show, each set, I'm always nervous until I deliver that first line. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I don't know how the show is going to go. That's why I'm nervous. And once I deliver the first line, if they laugh, I know it's going to be a good show. If they don't laugh, I know it's going to be a
0: bad set. And I'm cool with that. So so do you like, with that first one, is, is that like I'm delivering one of my best joints up front? Like
1: Not even. Not even. You, you just Things like that? I, I always deliver an icebreaker. And usually I'm the guy that talks about stuff that the crowd can see. So maybe I'm talking about the city or I'm talking about the venue or I'm mentioning something that everybody just saw. You know what I'm saying? Just to kind of have this quick commonality with everybody. And right. then if, if they laugh at that, I'm good. And I know I'm, I'm gonna have a dope set. So if they don't, then I'm like, okay, we're not connecting like I thought we were. It's gonna be a rough one, you know.
0: Right, right, right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, man. So you've been uh you've been doing the comic thing for, for twelve years. You've been a comic for twelve years. Yes, sir. Broke broke the scene, like broke and <laughs> broke yourself in the comedy, like on some rambo, crazy, like yo, I'm booking yeah. myself. I'm and, booking the venue, and he sold 200 tickets and did an hour and a half plus, like, two-hour set. Yes, sir. Um, which is, and, like, and, crazy unheard
1: of. And you know what else is crazy? That was yeah. the only time I did that.
0: <laughs> right, right. <'Cause, laughs> never bro, did you never You gave yourself a pay-per-view special off the dribble, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> this, bro you gave yourself an hbo special like literally your first time out bro you're yeah. like all right i'm gonna hold off on the next one i'm yeah. so what 15 yeah. years or something before i do the next one like but and, and 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 again that's one
1: thing if i'm not careful i beat myself up about you know what i'm saying it's just like yo like imagine where i could have been if i had kept that same vein you know what i'm saying of thinking and and pushing, you know what I'm saying? Like if I had just from that first set said, yo, I'm unstoppable. I'm going to continue booking these. Really I'm going to continue. I'm going to go to another city and rent a, a theater at another city, you know what I'm saying? And, right. and 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 connect with people there. And if I had kept that momentum, like imagine where I would be today, you know what I'm saying? Right. And those are the nightmares that that I try to suppress, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's mm-hmm. also the lesson that I learned from that I tried to tell other people was like, yo, like, just do it. man! like, you are your own obstacle for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Like, you hate yourself.
0: That's the part, bro, is like you you was able to display. You was able to put your genius on full display as a comedian just naturally because you didn't have all these people surrounding you in that industry now telling you why you can't do that. Yeah. And so you just did it and you executed them and killed. Like, you can't be up for an hour and a half and not kill. Like, you can't be up 15 minutes and not be killed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't yeah. like do that. So, like, yeah, bro. Um, Man, like, you been told me that. Now I'm like, bro, I'm ready to see the next one. Like, we got to get it. We got we to do the hour and a half joint. Man. Hey, man. So,
1: so,
0: now I'm not going to be the dude that get on your nerves, like, <laughs> every once in a while. I'm be like, yo, we need the one hour special, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. What's
1: going on? So what I'm doing now is I'm, I'm I'm working with 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 two comics right now. They're shooting. I'm working with them. They're shooting their their first special this year. So I'm working with them and producing that. Um, and you know also I'm I'm practicing on them too, so they don't know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? As far as like the full scale comedy special production, this is my first time producing it for somebody else. So I'm producing this. Thankfully. And and from there, I'm going to do my own. So, you know,
0: that's what's up, bro. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm I, I definitely want to uh, if I can be a part of that, man, at least be there or something, man, for sure. Come on, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. cool, Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, man, cool. Hey,
1: hey, hey, the, I'm saying BBB, BBB family is already in there. Hey, like, man. y'all, y'all are like family. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I, I'm I'm thinking about doing something, a common special related to like the blockchain in a way. So. So that's what I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cooking I,
0: stand, up. I saw some of the cook up from that and I was Okay okay <laughs> <weak>. yeah uh, <laughs> cuz there's some stuff that only we would get you know what yeah, I mean? yeah yeah hilarious though but yeah man so tell me about the uh let's, let's talk about why we we were talking about BBB let's talk about the the comedy uh mm-hmm. like the comedy uh special bitcoin and comedy. comedy yeah bitcoin and comedy yeah um
1: Bitcoin and Comedy Man is a room that we do on Clubhouse. Um uh thankfully, man, are talking to Big Mar. Shout out to Lamar Wilson.
0: Shout out um, to Big Mar, man.
1: You know, I people, we were just talking and I was like, yo, like would you mind if I do a comedy room? Because me and him was cutting up in a room one time before. And, you know, and we would just vibe like, and hey, it would be cool if we could just have a room where we could just get together and laugh. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, right, cool. You know what I'm saying? So he, he, um, you know, he gave me the OK to put together a comedy room. And, you know, so I was just thinking, you know, I'll invite some people that's in a comedy game, um, do an interview with them. You know what I'm saying? um, Just to kind of see what their life is like, you know what I'm saying? it. it what the comedy game is like, you know, like um, like Seinfeld does with the co- with the comedian in cars thing. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, cool.
1: so so something like that. You know what I'm saying? So a comedians coming through. Um, we chop it up. We we just you know we laugh. We have crowd interaction. We give away satoshis and things like that. You know, and, and it's just BBB group having fun. We, yeah. you know, we we've had some dope people come through. Um, Quincy Carr was one of them. Um, um, Rodney Perry came through. Um, yeah, yeah, so.
0: Yeah. I heard, um, I thought that was Lamar told me, uh, Tory popped through there for a second too.
1: Gattori was in the room, he didn't come up on stage though.
0: Oh, he, he came, came in, in. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah, but hopefully Gattori will join in on the interview one time.
0: Yeah, that'd so. be dope, man.
1: I'm going to keep hitting him up. I'm going to keep hitting him up. He's just so busy, man. But hey, man, he, he was in Jamaica the week I asked him to do it. He said, I'm in Jamaica. And I was like, well, you could still be in Jamaica and lock on Clubhouse.
0: Just lock on Clubhouse, man. And, you know, <laughs> see what's up. But he like, go. man, wait a minute, man. I'm yeah. in Jamaica, <laughs> man. <laughs> work, work. Yeah, that's what's up. So, bro, what, um, I know you, I know you got some uh, productions that you're doing as well, man. So, um, I don't know if you were able to speak on any of those or not.
1: Um yes and no. I'll say that if you could uh tune into iWoman TV, iWoman TV. It's a network, they stream a lot of shows and talk shows, um, and they have some really good projects on there. So you could definitely you.
0: check them out. Yeah. So is that like iWoman.tv or I woman. Like tv I woman. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Okay. TV. that's yeah. what's up yeah. so it's got it's some dope productions on yeah. Iwoman yeah. TV. we got to check out
1: yeah
0: cool man i pr- I appreciate you uh plugging that so is it is it like um like what kind of what kind of content do we got there like is it uh like women empowerment or just it's like
1: def- it's definitely mostly all women empowerment um there's a show on there street politicians Tamika mallory and my son is on there uh there's right? a- a reality show keeping up with the Joneses is on there. Um, I woman report and, and they have a lot of stuff that they're bringing on involved in too. So it's, it's a dope network.
0: That's phenomenal, man. I, 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 I definitely, um, I'm going to check that out, bro. Yep. I, I yep. love to have somebody on from I woman TV, maybe that, that does a show or something and hadn't them, had them kind of display or talk about, uh, what the show was about and how they're, uh, but their mission is to, you know, impact the culture, uh, you yeah. know, on women and abroad in general. I got you. So like, if you impact if you impact women, you you gonna impact us as well. Like, we <laughs> we always impacted. It. <laughs> and
1: and, and <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's one of those things that I learned late in the game, man. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it is just like, <laughs> man, like, why can't we just realize, like, dude, this is where it's at. You know what I'm saying, yeah.
0: like, yeah, it's not a, it's not a versus battle. Like, it's it not, a, not a versus battle, man. it's Not a man versus women Like, yo, we, we are fighting
1: women. ourselves when we fight women. You know I'm mean, saying, we fighting our women, we are fighting ourselves, and we are fighting a losing battle. It's, it's crazy. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. If women <laughs> lose, we losing. If we losing, women are losing, bro. It's yeah. like nobody's winning. When the we losing team, twice, bro. we losing twice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, nobody wins when the family feuds, bro. Nobody wins in the family feuds. <laughs> it's it. all our L's from there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. But if we if we can get behind like women at, um, empowering other women, like it's it's gonna make things better for like us as a whole too, just as a culture. Yeah, like, and, and it's, it's the same as men being empowered. Like it, it just uplifts the culture in general.
1: Absolutely, and also too, man like you just said, it also takes men bringing it to the attention of other men too. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yo, man, like we need to uplift that woman. You know what I'm saying? It's Instead of it coming from another woman saying, you need to uplift us. You need to work with us. It, 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 it takes men hearing other men say it too. Like men holding other men accountable for the protection of
0: women. Right. Yeah, man. Um, I, I've been in the... Uh I've been in the marriage game, man, almost 14 years now. Congratulations, man. I appreciate it. So it's absolutely, bro. It's a lot of it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of learning and wisdom that comes with that and goes into that and a whole lot of learning. I reiterate, (laughs) like a whole lot of learning, man. So it's like it's like the further out you get, like the the uh the more you learn man and uh, because you know you learn how to adapt people evolve and change because then too when you've been locked in for some time for some years right that the dynamics of of everything in the relationship changes so it's like the the actual love piece has to stand the the test of time of being tried while two people evolve yeah and that's that's a dope thing as well because it's like You come two people come out the other end of a transformation and they still love each other that's dude that and and
1: that right there is what they didn't tell me when i got married bro they didn't tell me that the person who i'm marrying is going to be the same person down the road and they didn't tell her that right i'm going to change You know what I'm saying? And then so when I got married, man, like we thought that we was going to be the same two lovey-dovey people, you know, young, married, not changing points of views, not changing opinions. You know what I'm saying? All of that
0: changes.
1: Man. And then it was just like, we look up and we like, who are you? Like, you're not the person that I'm married. Like, why are you thinking like this? Like, why, why do you, why are you liking this now? Like, why are you saying these words? Why are you dressing like this now? Like, this is weird. This is not who I married. <laughs> and, right. and and then it's just like, well, no. And then I, I learned late, man, like being in relationships and engagement, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, man, people change. And yeah. it's dope when you find somebody that can encourage that change and support that change and still rock with you, you know what I'm right.
0: saying? Well, that, that's kind of like a, a, a way like okay you rocking with me for for me for real like you really rocking with me like wherever i'm at like you rocking yeah it's like that's that's a dope place to be man but it's like you have to go through that to see how that works because it's like mm, i it don't, it <laughs> don't know if that's gonna go yeah. you
1: know? <laughs> like, it, 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 it also too you got to have a little bit of foresight of who you rocking with you know what i'm saying you got to yeah, be like yeah. all right I know this person's going to transform, but they have the opportunity to transform it to something that I
0: ain't ready to deal right. with. So I'm, right. I'm, I'm right. going to move on from this one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. I, I follow. Absolutely. Even before
1: y'all get started, but you know what I'm saying? It's like now you got to bet. You know what? This person going to transform.
0: I'm going to transform. Yo, it's not trending in the right directions though.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta kind of look at people's habits before it even starts trending, too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like before I even start rocking with this person, before we even think about getting married, let me see how this person think, how they act, how they behave, so I can see, yeah. um, so I can kind of get an idea about who they might be in the future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that's dope that you found that person, you know? And, and so
0: yeah, man, and, and you you had a chance to 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 meet wifey in Miami, so like. I, well, I she, think man. she cool people, man. She's yeah, cool you
1: love, people. You yeah. Yeah, yeah. She cool people. And you know what, man? Like, I'm forgive me now. I'm the dude that always sizes up people's wives. You know what I'm saying? And and <laughs> <laughs> I I don't mean it in a bad
0: way. All good, but, bro.
1: But what I'm saying is that you got a dope woman that because I'm an entertainment, you know what I'm saying? It's just like you can kind of peep what people are about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you got a good girl, y'all. And yeah. she ain't smiling in everybody's face. Nah. You know
0: what nah. I'm saying?
1: She ain't she, trying to get everybody's attention.
0: She she, she don't really, want to be
1: there. You know what I'm
0: saying? She, she militantly <laughs> rock with a guy for real. Like, like bright lights and all that don't don't do hey. nothing for bro. You know what I'm saying? And and, and she really militant about a guy, man. And like I love that, bro. That though and you
1: could tell that too. And you could tell that. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, yo, like they a dope couple. You know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, Regal. All right, Regal. All right, what's up?
0: Well, you you got any um you got any stand-ups um lined up in the in the future or down the road like anytime soon we we can check out or
1: um as far as stand up, I I don't have all right, so since COVID, I don't have the tour schedule like right. I used to. Um so and thankfully I'm doing all the other writing projects to keep me busy, but I'm taking stand-up gigs as they come. Um, right. So I think July 20th is my next one, and that's in New York. Um, if you follow me on social media, the date and location is on there. Sorry, I don't have the plug information. But the July 20th is the next one in New York, and then I got some coming up next month in D.C. area in Virginia. So
0: That's what's up, man. So you can catch my bro, my bro Corey Marshall, um, th- this month in New York. Yeah, next month in DC and Virginia, man. So um, yes, actually, man, I may actually be in. Are you in VA? No, I live in New York. You in? Oh, you are in New York? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I might actually be on the East Coast, man. Uh, next month sometime. I'm I'm gonna actually be out there a few times. So I'm gonna be. Um, I'm going to the Black Blockchain Summit. Shout out to Sinclair. Oh, I'm going there. going there.
1: I'll be there. I'm gonna be there, and 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 I ain't gonna make no promises, but I'll see what's available during that time too. Like like I could probably talk to a comedy club or something like that and see like man, if it was, if, if, yeah. if if we could do like a BBB event at that joint or something. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, that'll be golden, bro.
1: Yeah, yeah. So man, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm gonna ask around. I'm gonna ask around and see what's up.
0: Yeah, man. That 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 will be golden, man. I I love to uh, <laughs> tap in and, and be a part of that. And go yeah. check that out yeah. So, okay. yeah so yeah man shout out to the black blockchain summit i'll be there um the, the, the 24th 25th september uh, right september yeah yeah and then I, I plan on coming to va uh next month sometime okay but yeah man um bro i appreciate you coming through and uh man blessing us with the, with the game bro like man whole lot of game Whole lot of game in this, uh, this 55 minutes we've been chopping it up, bro. Yeah, man, you're good you good people, know. man. So, it's, it's, it's good. thank bro, you for having before me. Before you go, man, I gotta get the story from you. Uh, I gotta get the Paul Mooney story from you, <laughs> right. So, I gotta get the Paul Mooney story, bro. Can, can I do this? I'm, I'm gonna
1: tell the Paul Mooney story, and then can I tell a Charlie Murphy story after that? Come on,
0: man, I need all of it,
1: bro. All right, So, uh, Paul Mooney story. The Paul Mooney story is um, this is when I was probably seven years into the comedy game. Um, Paul Mooney was on tour, and the promoter hit me up, asked if I want to work with him. I was like, yeah, of course, man. Like, Paul Mooney. Like, who would want to work with Paul Mooney? You know what I'm saying? So, right. new cat in the game, man. So, you know, you look up to these people, now I get a chance to work with them. And I like his material, you know what I'm saying? He's 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 social, p- political, and everything. And that's kind of my vein too, you know what I'm saying? So
0: right. it's
1: just like, yo, like, this is one of my idols. Like, I, I want him to see that I'm his protege. You know what I'm saying? Like, just,
0: I'm gonna doing stuff. You know what I'm
1: saying? Say like,
0: Batman man, and Robin. Yeah, man, man, you know what I'm saying? Just like, he gonna look at me, and he's gonna
1: say, this is the young man that I want traveling with me. I'm gonna give him the mantle and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want him to say. <laughs> You know. <laughs> and so showtime comes. I'm in the green room with him. He's just sitting chilling. He's not saying much problem with him. You know I'm saying he's he's doing his thing. I go on stage, rock it out, I get back in there, man. And then like I don't know what I was expecting. I, I thought he was gonna be when I walk in the green room, he was gonna be standing there like, Oh my god, that was fantastic. That was the most unbelievable comedy set I've ever heard in my life. That's what I thought he was gonna be like. I don't know why. But I went in there. He was just
0: going to gas you, right? You had and gas
1: I trip. thought I was gonna get some gas. You upset. Know right. But I walked in there, he was just sitting down. Um, and he could tell by the look on my face that I wanted him to say something, you know what I'm
0: saying? He <laughs> <at you>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then he 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 looked up and then he just looked forward. He he was just like, Yeah. I listen to your set. I listen to your set. Do you want me to laugh, or you want them to laugh? You know, and that's what it says. Like, were you doing comedy for me, or were you doing comedy for them? Like, I didn't hear you set. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, 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 but he he did say, I heard them laughing. What to do? You know, like like. <laughs> and then from there, I was just like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know. But he, he was cool, people, and it, it was dope. He pulled, just
0: out, he pulled all of that just out of your facial expression and your mannerism.
1: Because he works with people all the time. He works with right. comedians that look up to him. He knows <laughs> that. and, 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 like and everybody got that knows nervous
0: that and, after you and, get and, to
1: the back. <laughs> everybody wants that okay from a legend. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everybody wants that. And everybody in the comedy game knows that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you give a new comedian props Man, you made Day Day, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what you look for, man. So and he knew like, this little, this, this little dude is gonna come back here <laughs> thinking. Like, here we go. <laughs> I
0: didn't
1: listen to your set. But I, I did not listen to your set at all. Yes. But, but I heard him laughing and I was like, okay, cool.
0: <laughs> and then he hit you with the whoop-dee-doo, like. <laughs> whoop doo you, you made the people laugh one time, like, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you made one group of people laugh.
1: Yeah, yeah. so the last joint, man, is with with Charlie Murphy. Man, rest in peace, man. Charlie Murphy, the reason reason I tell it was because it was one of my favorite moments, man, even before he passed. Like, it was just dope. Um, I was working at the comedy club. Um, Charlie Murphy, he came through. This is when he he when he first started doing stand up. When right. he first started doing stand up, he got started stand up late in the game. You know right what I'm so he first started doing stand up. Um, he came through Funny Bone Comedy Club. Did a set afterwards. Me and him was talking. He was with Freeze Love at the time. Shout out to Freeze Love. Um, and then they was like, "Yo, let's go out in town do some stuff." So we we went out. To this restaurant, and before we went to the restaurant, we was talking, and he said, "Yo, man, you cool people. I'm gonna let you do a spot on the show." I was like, "Cool." And then, um, next show came, I did a spot. I was funny. Thankfully, he had a. We all had a good show, and then so this is where the story starts. Sorry, I'm hard by the time the the way. No, you good, bro.
0: This you laying a good backdrop. I can tell you (laughs) write scripts, bro. I need the whole. Backdrop, the prior
1: to the after everything. Yeah, so yeah. so it's all right. So we're gonna go out. It's all right, cool. So we're we're leaving the comedy club. We're going out. We went to the restaurant. We ate. Coming back to the hotel, he gets out of the car. He gives me a fifty dollar bill. He was like, "Yo, you mad cool people's here. Just take this. It's a, it's a gift." And I was just like, "Nah, I don't want. The, I don't want the money. As a, that's not why I did this." He's just like, "What?" I said that's not why I did this, y'all. Like, I just did it. You know, I'm just happy, you know, to be hanging with you, stuff like that. Like, thank you. And he was just like, So you don't want the $50? And I was just like, nah. And I said, I just want you to remember my name. He was just like, all right, cool. And you know what I'm saying? And and they left. Um, probably years later, he was on tour um with um DL Cedric. Um Dad, what's the name of that tour man i'm so sorry uh i i i, I, I want to get it right man um the comedy get down tour i think it, it it was the comedy get down tour and um they was in california i went to california i was backstage chopping it up with everybody charlie murphy came down a hallway and he, he he used to call me shoulders. He's always called me shoulders. You know, it's like I, I had like these around So he was like shoulders. So, <laughs> hey,
0: um, so question, real quick, before you finish. So you just pull up in California? or They tell you to come out, or like? They didn't tell me un- to come. Or, or uh, is there like just an unwritten thing with comments Where like, yo, if I'm if you like in that community, like, yo, I could just pull up and we cool. I, I pull up and get backstage or X Y Z.
1: If if. In the comedy game and entertainment industry in general, if people know you, you can meet people. You know what I'm saying? You like, money. yeah. Everybody right. is mainly connected. You know what I'm saying? And so right. it's just one of those things. It's definitely like a fraternity. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're just like a whack person and nobody yeah, likes you.
0: You, you, know you whack or you acting like a fan and in the yeah, you know, yeah. backstage or chill something Like, that, that's that got anybody listening to it. It's nothing worse than just being like, a fan in a place where like people are trying to relax and be normal and be that groupie person man like Like, don't don't be a fan just be chill like do you and and call it good man and and you know what i mean you'll be amazed at like how people will respect you in that space just for respecting their space absolutely (laughs) like and just being normal like really just being a regular human being around regular human beings who just happen to do cool stuff like that's 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 the secret
1: yeah absolutely absolutely and so trial was coming down the hallway and he saw me and then he looked like he knew me he and then he said um he, he, he said shoulders and I, <laughs> and I was like yeah yeah and then he said you should have took that fifty dollars <laughs> Because he ain't remember my name.
0: Right,
1: right. <laughs> he he remembered my name. You know? hey, I was like, was
0: a, three years later, the punchline behind that That's
1: crazy. Yeah. he should have took that $50. Yeah. Damn,
0: you're
1: right. Because he definitely did not remember my name, yo. Like,
0: <laughs> yo, that is a dope punchline, man. Yeah. Corey says, yo, Hey man i could see the cinematics behind that right in a, in a in a skit or something like three years earlier like yo man i appreciate you looking out fam don't take the 50 dollars you know what i mean yep. Don't take the 50 dollars. <laughs> nah man i'm corey marshall i just want you to remember my name that's man.
1: all man that's all what you-
0: for the love man i'm corey marshall let's remember my name brother i don't need the 50. <laughs> for three years charlie murphy like you should have took the fifty dollars, like shoulders. You should have took that fifty dollars. And, um, and he remembered that. You
1: know what I'm saying? He remembered that whole story. He remembered my name was Shoulders. He remembered the fifty dollars. He remembered that he was supposed to remember my name.
0: He remember the name. <laughs> he remembered the nickname that he gave you, but he didn't remember your name, your actual name. Yeah. Like yeah, bro. Uh, you should have took the 50
1: dollars you took that fifty dollars <laughs> you should have took the opportunity i offered you you know what
0: i'm saying yeah that was dope man that's a yeah. dope that's a dope story dope punchline man yeah. that's crazy
1: it's, it's, it's a fun story man but thank you for letting me share share the evening or the morning whatever you know what i'm
0: saying absolutely bro it's been a pleasure man um gotta um obviously we're gonna always stay stand cut touch we constantly yeah. uh in rooms together helping people out and Making people laugh and everything in between. So, yeah, man, it's, it's been a pleasure, bro. I appreciate you coming through. And, um man, ladies and gentlemen, stay tapped in with my good brother Corey Marshall. Doing some phenomenal work, phenomenal writing, uh comedy. Probably be doing some acting or something soon. You never know, man. Like
1: I've done got, that too, many, but yeah, stuff. he
0: ain't gonna put out the acting or whatever. He ain't gonna <laughs> put that out there, but. Yeah, man, extremely talented brother, man. And it's been a pleasure to have you on, bro. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's going to be a wrap for another episode of the Regal Speaking Podcast. Big shout out to my brother, Corey Marshall, for coming through. He dropped a ton of game and hopefully expanded your horizons to give you some more elevated thinking, right? Who would have ever thought you could write scripts and stories and movies and all that out for a video game? Corey Marshall, my good brother, he's done that. He's wrote scripts for a video game. I believe it was called The Hunt Down or something of that nature. Go check that out. I actually checked the preview of that out after we uh, had a conversation that was extremely dope. So big shout out to Corey Marshall for coming through. Expand the horizons. The brother's done comic books. Uh, He's creating content for, um, for shows and everything like that. You just never know what you'll run into or what you'll be able to accomplish when you're authentically being yourself, man. So that's what this is about. Elevated thinking, tapping into who you are, finding your purpose, and executing accordingly. Like and subscribe or subscribe on wherever you're hearing this podcast so you can get the notifications for when the next episode drops. We'll be back at it Monday. I'm dropping y'all another episode then. Big shout-out to all of the listeners. The channel is growing, and it's been a beautiful experience. Y'all be smooth. It's the Regal Speaking Podcast. Oh.